Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of The Wrap, Michigan Medicine's employee podcast. I'm one of your esteemed co-hosts, Dan Elman, with the Department of Communication. And I'm the other half of that dynamic duo, Hunter Mitchell. Today, we're celebrating an incredible milestone, 100 episodes of The Wrap. We'll look back at some of our favorite shows and look forward to what we planned in the months and hopefully years to come. That's right. The Wrap began in the fall of 2018, and honestly, we had no idea how it was going to go and how it would be received by faculty and staff. But thanks to our loyal listeners and a few changes along the way, we're still here to keep you up to date on all that's happening across Michigan medicine. Let's celebrate The Wrap by chatting with a few people who have made the podcast possible over the years. And that starts with one of the original co-hosts, Amy Wiseman. Amy, thanks for rejoining The Wrap. Thanks, Hunter. I'm glad to be here. All right, Amy, so I was there, but I know Hunter wasn't. I think he was still in grade school at the time. So take us all the way back to 2018. How did the rap get its start, and what was the original purpose behind the show? Well, 2018 seems like a really long time ago, especially since we've been living in pandemic times for so long. Um, Back in 2018, I was a member of the internal communications team, like you, Daniel, Um, but I was based over in hospital operations. And we would have these great brainstorm meetings every week where we'd do a round table, but we'd also try to come up with new ways to reach employees. And so, you know, we were also trying to expand the reach of headlines. We were also trying to just find new ways to get in front of people. And we had several people on the team, uh, yourself and me included, that were big podcast fans. And so we really thought that that would be a fun way to try and reach a new audience. So we figured we'd recap some of the stories that we covered in headlines, but also maybe cover some new information and try to bring on guests. And luckily for us, the team really bought into the idea and uh, the creative services team was willing to do the audio and the editing and it kind of took off from there. Well, that's awesome. So I have a few quick questions for you. Um, How did you get involved? I think you touched on that a little bit, but uh, what led you to moving on from the show and what are you doing now? Well, I wanted to be involved mostly just because I love podcasts, and I was also just really curious about kind of the nuts and bolts of the whole thing, and um, also probably I got involved because I am not shy. (laughs) I did not care about hearing my voice recorded, and uh, I have no shame, so (laughs) that led to me co-hosting a few episodes, and really it was a blast, and the only reason I left was because I took a different opportunity within the DOC, so yeah, I just moved out of the internal space and into the external space. That's awesome. So let's quickly go back to your former work life, of course. And for those of you who hadn't caught on to the rap the first time we hit the airwaves, here's a quick listen to part of our very first episode. Hello and welcome to the first edition of The Wrap, a weekly podcast brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman from the Department of Communication, here with my colleague Amy Weisman. Thanks, Dan. The Wrap is a new way to stay in the know and keep up to date with everything happening at Michigan Medicine. Earlier this week, Headlines profiled the Department of Finance, a team of 52 experts responsible for, among other things, aggregating the organization's revenues and expenses, analyzing data to help make important decisions, and studying potential real estate investments to make sure Michigan Medicine is expanding in the right places at the right time. The Finance Department also functions in an advisory capacity. They meet regularly with leaders from the different areas to ensure that financial decisions are in line with our mission of advancing health to serve Michigan and the world. All right, now, Amy, can you talk a little bit about how the format has changed over the years? 
Sure. Um, so when we first started, we were really starting from square one. Uh, we had no built-in audience because we hadn't done a podcast before. So this was really going to be the very first thing, um, other than Ed's news break, uh, Ed Bottomley, our social media director, um, which was playing on the home listening systems like the Alexa and the Google Home. We didn't have anything that even resembled a podcast. Uh, so we didn't have any kind of clout built up. So we didn't really have a way to get guests on at first because we had nothing to show them as an example. And also we really wanted to just hit the ground running and get a few episodes under our belt. So what Daniel and I did was we essentially scripted the entire episode because we had to have things to talk about and we wanted to make sure we wouldn't run out of topics. And uh, we would pull guests from within our own department they would also usually be a little bit nervous, so we'd script them too. And so the whole thing was a little bit cheesy, quite honestly, but Daniel and I kind of both have cheesy senses of humor. So we would sort of err on the side of that, thinking, well, if nothing else, at least people might make fun of it and talk about it, and more people might listen to it. <laughs> yeah. I, first of all, there's nothing wrong with too much cheese. I think people who've been watching it now for two plus years know that I'm I'm always there for, for some good puns and things like that. But, you know, like you said, it was all about building clout and building a, a built-in audience. And I just want to thank the listeners who were really willing to, to jump in right from the start and, and give us that start because it was pointing to the numbers of, of people who were listening and responding to trivia questions and things like that, that really helped us sort of prove ourselves and, and be able to bring in, you know, members of the leadership team and others from across the mm -hmm. organization. So, uh, you know, thank you, Amy, for helping us get that start. And thank you, obviously, to everyone who's been listening for, for two plus years. Now let's bring in a guest who was a part of a huge number of shows, Cameron Clothier. Cameron was behind the scenes, adjusting audio levels and ensuring that none of Dan's goofs made it into the final episode. Not an easy task. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. So Cameron, how, how did you first get involved with the rap? Yeah. So um, as you may or may not, as our listeners may or may not know, I was the intern with the Department of Communications now two summers ago. And um, I had the opportunity to work on the wrap through the internship. And it was a great experience because I was able to work with you and work with Joe um, to ensure kind of the production and the success of the show. Like Hunter mentioned, it was a lot of, you know, production aspects, behind the scenes work, editing, doing the audio levels. Anytime we had a guest, it would, um, it would be a little bit of kind of making sure that we were all on the same wavelength in terms of audio. So um, that's a little bit about how I got involved, and it was a really, really great experience. All right. So, Cam, what is one of your favorite episodes that you've been a part of so far? Sure. That's a great question. So uh, the one episode that I really, really enjoyed being a part of was the one um, where we hosted the Ice Cream Social um, at Michigan Medicine. Obviously, this was prior to COVID, but um, it was a lot of fun because we had a, a table set up at the actual event, and we had kind of like live people coming in and participating in the in the show which was really cool we just got to kind of ask them about the ice cream social and how did they feel about the experience and what were they kind of doing here what department were they from and it was really really cool it was something that was different from the normal format of the show and it was something that i really enjoyed yeah it was a really cool way to get to know a lot of different people across the organization for sure Ab absolutely definitely all right, so let's take a listen back to the Ice Cream Social in pre-pandemic times back in 2019. 
All right, well, like I mentioned before, we are coming to you live from the annual Employee Appreciation Day on the main medical campus. And as we watched thousands of employees get delicious ice cream, learn about valuable resources, we decided it would be a good idea to chat with them and find out what makes a day like today so important. Here's what they had to say. My favorite part of the uh, Employee Appreciation um, event is the community and how um, nice everyone is. My favorite part of the employee appreciation event is the atmosphere. My favorite part about today is the ice cream and free stuff. Hi, Cameron. So since leaving the Department of Communication, you've been able to turn that internship into an incredible opportunity at Michigan Medicine. Can you describe what your current role is within the organization and, and sort of how your internship help, has helped you succeed in that role? Absolutely. So um, uh, since doing the internship with you guys at Michigan Medicine Communications, um, I now work as a multimedia designer for the Department of Pathology, which is, you know, still at Michigan Medicine. And in my role, I do mainly photography and videography for the department. And it, it kind of ranges. It's a variety of things. Um, some days it's, you know, taking headshots for the faculty members in our department. Other days it's producing kind of original video content, and then other days it's doing uh, forensic and autopsy photography in the hospital's morgue. So um, it's a variety of responsibilities, but it's definitely a lot of fun and it keeps me busy. And you know, to answer the second part of the question, I think the, the internship really set me up well for this position because a lot of what I'm doing now is all stuff that I learned how to do when I was the intern. So, you know, kind of perfecting my photography and my videography skills have kind of translated into the success that I've been able to have in my in my full-time role. Thanks Cameron for coming back and being a part of our hundredth show. Next we're going to bring on creative services manager Joe Halsey. Joe also played a big role in helping record the audio of the rat, especially in our early stages when he realized we were just setting up two snowball microphones in front of a laptop and he wanted to jump in and save us. Glad to have you on the air for a change. Uh, I am excited to be here to class up this uh, presentation. Um, you know, the, my earliest thought of why I should help you as you were film, you were recording in a small office with two microphones was that, you know, when they get to 100 episodes, I want to be able to take credit for saving the show. And here I am now, how many years later? What are we, two years? About, about two and a half years later, yeah. Years later, and I can finally say, you're welcome. Uh, obviously, all joking aside, I'm happy to be back um, with you all. Awesome. Now, Joe, your current role is Creative Services Manager in the Department of Communication. Uh, what does that mean, and how does that, how does a show like The Wrap fit into the picture? That's a great question, Hunter. Uh, the creative services team, which I manage, handles all the photo, video, graphic design, live stream, and podcasting. And so uh, the wrap is kind of our uh, one of our most successful uh, podcasts to date. Um, we have a few, the uh, Michigan Medicine Newsbreak, the Three P's of Cancer, uh, uh, Michigan Surgery uh, Sessions, um, and the wrap is the, our most frequent, you know, uh, uh, show that happens and it's uh, really important for us to um, have communication with our employees right um, I listen to the rap I, I I love finding all the deals and all the new information to kind of really uh, expand my uh, horizons of what happens here at Michigan medicine because I don't know if you guys know this this is a big place there is a lot that happens and so the rap is really important and to think about 
our internal communication team didn't even exist really like four or five years ago. So to, to see the, the team grow and to have the rap be so successful uh, has been really, really exciting for me personally. Yeah. Now you've helped record a, a lot of awesome episodes. Uh, thinking back on things, what's been your favorite episode to be a part of? I think my favorite episode, which now looking back in a, in a, I was almost going to say a post-COVID world. Well, we're not post-COVID yet. Uh, living, looking through it in a, in a COVID lens um, is the the interview we did with uh, Dr. Mulholland about virtual care. Uh, and this was before COVID. This is before, you know, virtual care became as big as it is now. Uh, and Dr. Mulholland talked about, you know, um, how much he enjoys uh, the virtual care. And, and I, I got a kick out of the idea that um, he did a, a follow-up visit from somebody who was in a, a deer blind while they were hunting and they needed to check up on uh, uh, on something. And so they called him from there and they did their video visit um, from, from there. And I thought that that was just really unique. And now we're all virtual. This is all we do. It's like, do we even exist anymore? And so uh, that episode was kind of ahead of its, ahead of its time. And so that's something that I, I look back and, and think about as, as kind of a cool uh, experience. Awesome. Well, let's uh, take a listen to part of that show. It's sort of a, a quality of life issue, right? Like you're, you're saving them five hours for a 15-minute meeting with them. The most common place that I meet them is in their kitchen. <laughs> the second most common place is in their place of business. They're already back oh, to work. That makes sense. And the most uncommon place so far is in a tree. <laughs> I looked at the patient. I said, it looks to me like you're in a tree, sir. He said, yes. I mean, my deer stand, it's in the <laughs> so, fall. And I said to him, you must be doing okay. I was gonna say. Just must... be careful that you don't fall out of your deer stand. Yeah. And if you can meet a, a post-op patient in a tree waiting to hunt a deer, you know that you're meeting the patient where he wants to be met. Yes, and that you did your job well. <laughs> All right, now Joe, if you could do the wrap or do a virtual visit from anywhere, where mm -hmm. would you be? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think probably at a baseball game. I'm a big baseball fan, and pitchers and catchers are reporting this week, and uh, I'm excited. I doubt that I'll be able to actually go to a game this year. Maybe, who knows? Um, so I think uh, I think doing that would be pretty would be pretty fun. You know, kind of having fun out in the sun, catching maybe maybe at the seventh inning stretch doing a virtual visit. Uh, um, uh, meeting, but I don't know. I think that's pretty good. Well, thank you so much for coming on, being part of the hundredth episode, and I'm glad that Hunter and I were able to make your dreams come true. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go that far, but uh, thank you. Now, Dan, you have done a hundred episodes of the Wrap. Um, what are some things that you've learned uh, just from being a part of the show? I mean, I would say the biggest thing that I've learned is just sort of how wide ranging and incredible the work is that's being performed here. I, I think, you know. A lot of times, you know, when you're sitting in the Department of Communication, your job is to communicate about the work, but you don't always have the chance to sort of sit down and have in-depth conversations with faculty and staff and sometimes learners too, and really pick their brain and get to know, you know, what drives them, why they're doing the work they're doing, what sort of difference they hope to make in the lives of patients or their colleagues, et cetera. And I think that's really been eye-opening and, and it's sort of, it, it almost makes the passion for the job even more because you get to know these people, you get to talk to them, have conversations with them in a way that 
that just chatting over the phone or, uh, you know, sending an email to somebody really doesn't strike you. So I think that's the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway I would get from from the first hundred episodes of The Wrap. And I hope that some of our listeners and viewers can, can take away some of that as well. Now, Hunter, on your side of things, you know, you're fairly new as part of the rap, at least in terms of being on on the air part of it. I know you've worked behind the scenes for a while now, but what sorts of things do you think our listeners and viewers can expect from us moving forward? Well, you know, I, I think I'm just so excited. You know, I've been on the rap for about a year and a half now. And um, just kind of hearing you say some of those things, um, I'm excited to explore further what we can do, you know, once we're back. Um, in the office. Um, and just now that we have this video component to the podcast, um, I just I think it opens so many different avenues for us of, you know, talking to more people and, and even showing and being some more uh, introducing visuals to our to our podcast. Um, so I'm just super excited to kind of explore that medium a little bit more and keep talking to people. So outstanding. Well, I know one feature that's certain to stay is the weekly trivia contest. And we won't let this week's episode go by without throwing another question your way. First, to review last week, we asked listeners, in what county is the Amish community that is being assisted by Michigan Medicine hearing experts? The answer is Branch County. Congratulations to UHCBC Interim Chief Operating Officer Linda Laren, who sent in the correct answer. Linda, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch to help you claim your prize. Now for this week's question, here's Hunter. This week's question is, how many pediatric heart transplants were performed at Mott last year? Once again, how many pediatric heart transplants were performed at Mott last year? You can find the answer in Monday's top story at mmheadlines.org. And once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for a chance to win a prize. Well, that's all for show number 100. If you want to go back and listen to any of the previous 99 episodes, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. And most recent shows are also being found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel. Thanks to Amy, Cameron, and Joe for joining us today. And thanks, as always, to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. 